You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And today's episode is brought to you by intern executive producer, Michael. You didn't know this, Daniel. He actually has paid each of us for sponsoring this this podcast. Sponsoring the show. Yeah. Well, yes. Glad to have him. Glad to have him not only as an intern or an executive producer and a guest host, but also as a sponsor to sponsor. the show. Where are many hats? Many, many hats. Uh, hey, welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. I am Clint. He is Daniel. And we have Michael back with us again. Michael came back on Wednesday for season preview part one. This is part two. If you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to part one on Wednesday. It was a great time talking about what we were excited for the season, what is bucket worthy. And by bucket worthy, we mean having a cavity of plastic next to you in which you can spill your guts into for the nervousness that's about to come this season if you don't have one go pick one up at your local home depot right now uh daniel and i are or your local your local feed store or whatever sells the largest (laughs) receptacle in your neighborhood just dig dig a cavity just a hole a pit in your front room Mm -hmm. take out the floorboards and go to town Hey, uh, you're a fan of UGA. We're a fans of UGA. That's why this podcast was made. We are a podcast for fans by fans. We are not gurus or insiders. We are two guys who want your fandom to be incredible, incredible, incredible this season. And we want you to sharpen our fandom as well, which is why we made this podcast, Daniel. That's right. Try not to take ourselves too seriously, but we do take Georgia fandom really seriously. And so you know the drill. I'm going to run through this. Because we got a lot to get to. Email lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com, Twitter at dogs podcast. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. Uh, send us your questions, comments, thoughts, opinions, ideas, and uh, notes for the show. Um, uh, and uh, subscribe and tell a friend and those things. All that helps us out. We appreciate it. We appreciate you being here. We really appreciate M Dubs being here. Welcome back to the show, Michael. Yeah, good to be here. I, I need Wednesday. I need it to be said that was the quickest that Daniel has ever done that intro in the history of the podcast. And Look, I'm looking at the pre I'm looking at the pre-production sheet and there's just so much gold on here okay. like we got to get to it. All right, let's get to it. Get, then let's then let's right jump right into it. it. Stop. Let's stop talking. Uh let's talk about well, the podcast is actually we keep talking just oh. so <laughs> we're totally <laughs> clear we have to keep talking or else the podcast as bad as we are, it would really suck if it we all just stopped talking. Greatly. I don't know, Daniel, would it would it suffer? Um, we'll, we'll put out an episode one day of just eighteen minutes of silence <laughs> with a built bar ad we, in the middle. <laughs> we've we've never done eighteen minute episodes. <laughs> don't have to say that. No, that's uh, true. Hey, let's jump into it. Uh, this segment is called Top Three. And I'm gonna ask I'm gonna start off with a prompt. The top three things that you are excited to watch come week one against Arkansas to start the season, which is going to be, by the time you're listening to this podcast, eight days from the recording mm. from this podcast. Can you mm. just let that soak over you? Okay. Mm. Eight days. What are you most excited about? Top three things you're excited for. Uh, Michael, why don't you lead us off? Let's start with number one. What are you most excited about that we can compile three things that we're excited to watch week one? Yeah. Um, you know, don't overthink this, guys. I am I am excited to see who takes the field on that first drive. Come on. What does our mm-hmm. offense look like? Who's at the helm? What decision-making is in that new quarterback's head? What does his arm look like? Come on, show me an offense that's worth something. Mm. 
Okay. Okay. The simplicity of that is too good. And you're absolutely right. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm going to think I'm going to think it even less. (laughs) I'm just I think I think you're overthinking it. And it might sound cliche and corny, but listen, I'm most excited to see the red and black, the silver Mm -hmm. britches, the the red helmets running out there onto the field. Listen, This is the worst offseason that's ever happened in the history of sports. It's been the most excruciating period of time when we didn't know if we were getting any football or not. And now to be this close and to have the promise of a game, uh, you got to take every, you can't take any games for granted this year. So you got to go in ready to watch every little detail of the game. I've already, I've already committed to re-watching the game multiple times that evening and then multiple times the next. I've already got a plan in place for watching the games five times before the weekend is over. Daniel, like, I this printed is off the, business uh, cards. I went online and got business cards that I'm handing <laughs> out to, to Vis- people. He went to and, Vistaprint. <laughs> and I'm just saying, don't talk to me. George is playing. Just, and just... Like like the freaking Joker, I'm throwing cards out at people. Okay? I'm sorry, sir. You just got Vista printed, so I just ask you to please respect me. Um, if I had to choose one specific thing on the field, uh, show me Jorge catching a ball like week mm. one. That's that's the thing that I feel like we all we all need to see. Here's what I need to see. I need to see uh, Kirby Smart try to jump. And do those little celebration with Jordan Davis after Jordan Davis swallows a man and sends him to the I'm sorry. center I'm sorry, Clint. I'm sorry, Clint. I'm sorry. Who are you talking about? I'm sorry. Daniel's boy. Uh-huh. Okay. Daniel's boy, Jordan Davis. Yep, that's right. And Kirby Smith. Daniel's dude. Earlier, earlier... Earlier, I mentioned my dude, Jorge Pickens, but since it was me, I didn't really feel the need to say it, but I just, I just wanted credit where credit's due. I hate, I hate, I hate my life. Um, Daniel's dude, Jordan Davis, after he swallows a whole entire offensive line, throws them back like he is Aaron Donald incarnate. In college football again. And then Kirby tries to celebrate with him. And Kirby goes face planting. But doesn't care. Mm. Gets right back up and tries to do it again. No. That I'm looking for this defense to dominate, dominate early and get Kirby excited. I'm very excited as I'm watching that week one, Daniel. All right. Let's, let's shift focus away from game one. And let's shift it on to a bit of a bigger picture question. Uh, we, we all consider ourselves to be fairly fluent in Kirbanese. That's right. On this podcast, uh, sometimes a little bit of deciphering. Let me tell you who's not fluent in Kirbanese. Every reporter in the room. Literally. And by in the room, I mean on their computer forgetting to unmute. You have to unmute when they call your name, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're... I don't know if we're clear on this. Do you know who never forgets to unmute, by the way? The the folks from the red and black. They it's weird, but they never forget to unmute. The college students are on top of it one hundred percent. Uh let's talk about Kirby in these press conferences, and I want to hear from the three uh, the two of you and myself. What are what are three things that Kirby Smart will never answer? In a press conference, three things that he will never answer. 
in a press conference. You've got to do a little bit of speculation here, but using deductive reasoning, what, what say you? Clint, I'm going back to you for thing number one. Kirby will never give you his direct feelings, intuitions, or general affection for anything on the field, off the field, in his home, in the school, nothing. You will never get a direct emotion. He will never emote to you directly on joy or happiness or, or excitement whatsoever. You will need to read between the lines on who is exciting to Kirby Smart every single time. Michael? That's a good one. Um, so I got to confess, I, I I was so stunned that there were pre-production notes. I misread them. I, I thought the, the the ask was, what oh, are things dear. Kirby Kirby will never say in a press conference? That, that works too. No, that works, that works. too. Yeah. Okay. Bring it, bring so, it on. so this one's you know, and, and I was we can craft a, pretty... a we can craft a hypothetical question around whatever it is that you say right now. Sure. Okay. Well, I, I was thinking that's a pretty high bar because if you watched Tuesday's press conference. You heard Kirby say, "I have no sympathy, even if you've had brain surgery." Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you're not, you're not, so, not rooting for you anymore just because you had brain surgery. Tough guy to impress. He's a tougher. Yeah, room. yeah, tough and, and he'll he'll say those things. But I think one thing you'll never hear him say in a press conference is very simply, "We're seven points behind Florida." Mm. Oh. <laughs> ooh, ooh! You stole my answer. You stole my answer. You stole my answer. Kirby Smart will never lose to Dan Mullen, the head coach of Florida. Um, all right, I'm going to come up with another one. I got another one. Things Kirby Smart will never answer at a press conference. So listen, just stop asking, okay? Stop asking. Stop asking. Stop asking. Stop asking who the starters are. At these positions. No, Why are you doing this? let me go a step further. Stop asking who showed you something during the scrimmage. Sorry. How did someone perform during the scrimmage? Hey, Clint, what does Kirby need to go do before he can comment on how someone did in the scrimmage? It's the same thing every week. Every he needs week. to go watch the tape. Every I just need to go watch the tape. Week. I need to go watch the tape a little bit. I need to go watch the tape. I just need to watch the tape real quick. Guess what he never does? Watches the tape and then comes back and tells you anything. Okay? Because, because guess, I guess need, what? The next time you hear from him, he's on to another game. Next time a Jehovah's Witness shows up at my door, I'm going to go, hang on one second. I need to go watch the tape. I'll be right back. And then just close the door and walk away. Because you never have to come back and say anything. That's the... That's the move. You have a better chance of asking Kirby what his secret enchilada recipe is and getting him to talk Mm. about that than who impressed him at a scrimmage. If we ever get a press pass, Clint, the first question I'm making you ask Kirby is, do you have a secret (laughs) enchilada recipe? (laughs) Also, in 2019, was there, in fact, a secret playbook? (laughs) I hate you. 
Those are the questions that we're going to need to have I, answered. I will I will ask both of those. <laughs> no problem. From the And you're not allowed to tell them which podcast you're a host of, by the way, no. when you answer those. I don't want to be associated. Yeah, you really want to that. You'll, you'll hear us. You'll hear us. We'll be the ones unmuting ourselves on it. I'll tell you um, what I do want to be associated with is the fine me. folks over at Bill Bar. They make the best tasting protein bar on the market. It tastes like a candy bar. Uh, Michael's had them. I've had them. Clint's had them. They taste amazing. There are a million different flavors. Um. I particularly like the orange creamsicle Gosh, flavor. So if you're not in the mood for something overly chocolatey, that's the one I think that you – that's the go-to. Uh, the Bill Bar is high in protein. It's low in sugar. It's high in fiber. It's low in calories. It's a great um, – it's great for your diet. It's great as a meal replacement. It's great as a snack on the go. It's great if you're trying to build muscle. It's great if you're trying to lose weight. All of these things are things that Bill Bar can do, and it's great because it tastes great. Protein bars taste like garbage. Everybody knows this except for Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You go to BillBar.com, you enter the promo code locked on, and you get $10 off your first order. And Clint guarantees, mm. personally guarantees that you're going to get a cooler. I, if you I don't, don't, he will buy I one don't. for you. You heard I it don't. here on the legal, podcast. Legal intern, I need some help. <laughs> Um, uh, BillBar.com podcast on Twitter <laughs> at Dogs Podcast to claim your cooler. <laughs> you go to BillBar.com, enter the promo code Locked On, and Clint will buy you a cooler, and you'll get ten dollars off your order. You just set me back. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing five k. You're about to give away hundreds of coolers. <laughs> you better find the cheapest styrofoam cooler you possibly can and buy them in bulk. Um, hey, we have a we segment. Got, we got a fun we got segment. A this is a game. fun segment. A this new is new. Game. This is brand new to the pod. Full disclosure, I don't know what the heck's about look, to happen. Look, I don't Daniel, know anything the, the about what's about to happen. The host of your podcast right. literally... Are about to lose control. I'm about to hand the We've reins. We've given over. up. Yeah, I'm about to hand the reins over to M Dubs, and he's going to take us from here. So we have a little game that we call the Newlywed Game. On if you've Which seen the I have already, I already object to the title. I am not new at anything anymore in my life, <laughs> and I would never. Nor, wed game. nor do I seek to be wed to anyone right. on this podcast. Right. So, uh, Michael, what, what the, what the heck are we doing here? You, you know, we, we could have come up. Taken five minutes and come up with a better name, but we yeah, failed to. pre-production pre-production was full. We were yeah. we were busy writing questions that you failed to read that before. Read, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, so well documented on the podcast that that you guys do this because you would just be having these conversations anyway. Might as well Correct. record them, uh, and that's been going on for years. So I think it's a, it's about time for the listeners to hear. Uh, how how well acquainted are you with each other's perspective? Mm. Can, can okay. you, how well do you know your co-host? So mm. what I've done mm. is put together three rounds of questions where I will, I, I've already posed uh, questions to each of you and I will then turn them on the other host and see if you can guess what if, your co-host If we answers. win this game, do we get an all, all uh, expenses paid trip on a yacht somewhere? No, I believe fact, might. You, you get a cooler. I believe Michael's going to buy us a cooler if we if we win the game. So this is all right. Let's do this, Clint. All right, we could. This is for a cooler. Come on. Now we start start easy. If you listen, especially if you listen to Wednesday's episode, this one's pretty easy. 
Um, and I assume you listened because you were here, well, here. recording it. Well, uh, Daniel, we'll start with you. So I asked Clint, which player will have the biggest impact defensively this year? But answer carefully. Clint said that the player that would have the biggest impact this year was Michael. I believe it was your dude, Nicobe Dean. Which is weird that he would choose someone that he doesn't even care enough about to claim as he, his dude. Look, so, I'm I'm not I'm not tr- like it genuinely it honestly upsets me every time. <laughs> no, I know that's why we did it. No, that's why we. That's the whole reason we came up with the game. So yes, in fact, Clint's answer was my dude, Nicobe Dean. Fantastic! I'm one for one. That's great. All right, Clint. I asked Daniel a similar question. Which player will have the biggest impact offensively this year? Jorge. Survey says that's a big negative. No. No Zeus. Yes, I believe I believe Daniel said your dude. Zamir White? Yeah, is, that, is that accurate? The, Im- the, impact, the, the impact threw me. The impact threw me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. After after one round, Daniel one, Clint zero. Um, I, I, if, if, you, if it's a competition, I'm winning. But it's true. I, it's true. But I right, still want round, that cooler. Round two. We're gonna move to more of a would you rather scenario here. Um, okay. So Daniel, I asked Clint um, if you could make one change or more of a multiple choice i guess not would you rather multiple choice mm. if you could make one change to the schedule this season which would you choose option one face alabama week one option okay. two face alabama week 11 nope option three oh, well. option three drop uh, and that's week 11 not the sec championship got it okay yeah thank right. you option three Drop Mississippi State and add Texas A&M. He chose A, play Alabama week one, and there's absolutely not a single doubt in my mind. It's not, there's no, there's ding, no ding, doubt. Ding. There's no doubt. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. Home run. Easy. Easy. All right. Well done. Uh, Clint, I asked Daniel, would you rather A, have three interceptions against Florida this year? Mm-hmm. B, Jorge Pickens gets over 150 yards receiving against Bama. Or C, shut out South Carolina. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, well, there's no guarantee of victories in anyone. Shut out South Carolina. Mm. Oof. Oh, that's big negative. It's not. Do, do you want a second shot? Take a second chance. Mercy, mercy option here. You're, you're, you're telling me you're going to pick an option in which there's no guarantee of a win. This is Clint, this is erroneous. Some some games you don't need a guarantee of a win because I, we've already guaranteed that we would win the game we, we, every we played, single we played, we played year. Multiple, we played multiple games. There's in which no need to guarantee. Which I the said win. to you, yes, it's three interceptions against Florida. Look, uh, any any any. Any choice of anything at any time that involves beating, humiliating, or stomping on the face it, of it, it say is beat. the choice that I made. It didn't say beat. So, mm. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, good logic there, Clint. I, I'll admit, just, I think I think your questions are a little harder I'm than Daniel's. But, uh, only because Daniel is an enigma. Mm, um, nice. <laughs> I'm very complex. You don't know. Am I? You don't know. Did did optimistic Daniel or did uh, normal Daniel answer these questions? You don't even know. That's right. All right, guys. Daniel up two. Clint, you're just playing for dignity I'm, I'm now. Just, I'm, well, I've lost that. You gotta yeah. get this one right. Well. Um, all right, round three and final round. Daniel, here we go. I asked Clint, which of these scenarios would constitute the greatest emergency on game day? Okay. Scenario one: the local Mexican restaurant runs out of queso. You asked him this for himself or for me? This is for himself. For me. Okay. How would Because you answer? wouldn't even you wouldn't even have to read the other two choices right. if it was for me. <laughs> just so we're just so we're totally clear. The question would be over at this point. So would the podcast. I would be I would be starting so, a local Mexican restaurant. Me. Yes. <laughs> yes. All, All right. right. Uh, uh, scenario two. Your neighbor calls from out of town immediately before the game and asks you to drive his pregnant wife to the hospital. <laughs> Or scenario three, <laughs> your son's Little League championship game gets delayed last minute to the same start time as the Georgia game. Which one is the greatest emergency on game day? Oh, is there a particular game associated with this, or is it just a generic game day? It, it's it's a football game in 2020. Okay. Um, this, again, I, I don't know if my questions are easier or, or what, but there is absolutely there's no choice on this one it is b and it's b by 50 miles beyond any of the other choices i don't even need to go through all the reasons that it's b but let me just name a few number one it's a pregnant lady that's not your wife, and you're driving her to the hospital. What is what's, happening? What's, what is happening? What's that car? What's that car ride going to be like? That going to be a fun. That going to be a fun time. I, I am sweating right now thinking about that. No, that's bad. Number two, in the third scenario, you miss the Georgia game, but you're you're with someone that you presumably like and is, want to spend blood, time with. Is blood related? In the second scenario, you're missing the George game for somebody that you probably do not care about whatsoever. It's very, it's I, I, very I, obviously I the answer is B. I don't know Adam's wife's name. Like, come on, y'all. I, I, I don't. Well done. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, to Daniel. She got, her, she got herself three. pregnant. She can drive herself Look, to the hospital. Look, she can take care. Uber, Uber's a thing. Uber's, you know, Uber's real. It would be slightly <laughs> less awkward because... Clint would be streaming the game on his smartphone over on the left side of the steering wheel. Look, if things go south in that Uber, I'll pay the $250 cleaning fee. Like, I'm not, no I, I'm no not worried about that. Money, listen, money is no object, okay? I'm just trying to say, I'll pay for the Uber, I'll pay the whatever. All right. That's, All right, last right, give me question. question. Clint, I asked Daniel, in which one of these scenarios... Would Daniel, or would you, but I'll, I'll say Daniel, in which one of these scenarios would Daniel be most likely to shatter his television? Oh, no. 
All. Scenario one. D, Question. all of them. Spoiler alert, it's D, all of the above. <laughs> uh, scenario one. The dogs beat Arkansas 12 to 10 on four field goals. Okay, next. Uh, option B. The dogs lead Bama by three late in the fourth quarter. Saban makes Look. a quarterback substitution. Look, I, I can't. Then, I can't. <laughs> then Daniels' power goes out. <laughs> All right, option, option C. That's, All right, that's option C. Georgia doesn't attempt a single pass in the first two drives of the Arkansas game. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, just watch this, this is off the rails. We're just, we're just off the rails. I swear, the podcast will be back after this short interlude to listen to two grown men cackle. Just, just give us a moment as, as three adult men stare at each other on phones, cackling. The the overwhelming complexity of choice B is <laughs> the single greatest multiple choice answer that's ever been offered ever. to anyone ever on any quiz of any kind. You you didn't have it's... to add. You didn't have to add. The power went out. <laughs> you just. But oh god. <sighs> It's, All right. What's it, your, it, it's what's B. Your take? It's B. It's B. It's B. Well it's done. B. It's B. Well it's, done. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Well done, executive producer, intern well, Michael. Um, I think the moral. I think the moral of this is that I win. Y- yes, that is the moral. All Daniel, right. good. What's, good at knowing his co-host. Bad at picking all-time UGA teams. Um, huh. Funny. It's redacted. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna no. come back right after this, talking about our season predictions. Come back for win totals, what we think is gonna happen in the championship game, and then the college football playoff right after this. Alright, we have changed shirts because we have sweated through the other ones it's, laughing. Oh, um golly. It's real. Hey. He puts guys. in we're up by three, he puts in a backup quarterback and the power goes out. No. Well, I mean we're talking about no. No, the your fist TV goes straight through the TV. Straight the TV through the wall. is not what I'm concerned about at that point. I am no. literally concerned oh, no. with the interior load-bearing wall of your home coming fully it's, down, and the upstairs it's becoming. Just part honey, of your get first the children floor. away from me as quickly as possible. Because literally, it's a, it's oh, a Bruce it's, Banner situation at that oh, point. Like oh, we're it's in. gross. It's gross. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, let's let's make some legitimate predictions. This is a season preview. People possibly tuned in hoping that we would make predictions about what would happen during the season. Uh, so welcome to the welcome to the podcast. If that was you, um, we're glad that you're here. Um, all right, <clears throat> let's start off simple. Uh, total wins. Um, uh, and this is is this regular season wins? Or is this this is Total. is this an overall this is, record? This is overall record at the end of the so year. So on February first, when Ohio State's beginning their season, when, what will Georgia's record be? Correct. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Uh who wants to go first? You, you're at the T box. 
Oh well, I'll just I'll just step up then. You step up. I I I said it. I mentioned it when I mm-hmm. gave my mm-hmm. uh, "Don't Sleep on Dewan Mathis" prediction. Georgia is going to go twelve and one. Mm-hmm. They are going to lose to Alabama in the regular season. They're going to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. They're going to win the college football playoff, and they're going to win the national championship. It's just is that easy? This will be their record: twelve wins, one loss. Book it. Uh, if I were to tell you that I laid substantial coin on Georgia winning the national mm. championship this year, would you be shocked to find that out? Like, uh, like Uber cleaning fee coin? Like, like, what? like <laughs> Uber cleaning <laughs> fee coin. This is what we're talking about yeah. at this point. Yeah. Mm. No. No. And yeah, ask me if I'm not going to do it again in nah. a couple. Might want to just double dip, go back to the window. Uh, that's exactly. We're gonna have twelve wins this year, ladies and gentlemen. M Dubs, what say you? You know, guys. Um, my response to this was, "How many games are we play in? Mm. Mm. Oh. How, how many? How many games? Oh. How many games have we lost to Alabama in the past two years? A bunch. I think that's that's two, right? Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, how many games are we gonna win this year? Oh. I mm. I think Georgia's about to set a record straight. Oh, um, mm. Come on, mm. bring it, bring it! I'll tell you this right mm. now. I'll tell you this right now. Whatever mm. that, whatever that betting line is, come week four, look out! Look Give me, out. yeah, just lock it up, Georgia right plus now. whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, let's do okay. This. Uh, so, give me the team that you anticipate we're going to play in the score of that team or of that game in the SEC championship. Uh, so I'll, I'll take this one first. So Daniel alluded, alluded to it already. We're going to see Alabama. I mean, if, if you looked at their schedule, mm-hmm. no, um, no, you know, I mean, I know, I know LSU guys. Like, I know LSU is is really going to be a force to be reckoned with Stop this year. It. Stop uh, it. They have twenty five players yeah. active. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, we're going to see Bama in the championship. Uh, it's going to be a tighter game. Than the than the regular season game, um, but I think Georgia's going to pull it out, thirty-one to twenty-eight. I think oh. that total is also approximately the number of buckets each of us will go That's, through. I was just about to say, there's not there's not enough buckets. My I I I will have a mental breakdown if the score of that game is thirty-one to twenty-eight. That's not three points. It's not. We cannot. We can't do it. I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to go Alabama. Yep. Winning the West, um, uh, even though I hear, guys, I, I heard that Texas a and is supposed to be pretty good this sure. year. I don't know if you guys have heard that. Texas sure. A&M coach. really coming out. Jimbo Fisher, he's won a national championship. He's one of only five active head coaches to have won a national championship, Glenn. I don't know yeah. if you know that. Oh, I know. Uh, so I'm going to pick, in spite of all that, I'm going to pick Alabama to win the West. Uh, I do think we're going to lose to them in the regular season. <clears throat> Um, and then I think we're going to have a rematch in the SEC championship game. You guys remember anything like that happening in the past? I do. Like where we lost to a team in the regular season, and right. then we had a rematch against them in the uh, SEC championship game. How that? How that? How that SEC championship? How that SEC championship game go? That a uh, was that a thirty-one twenty-eight type of affair in that yeah. SEC championship game? Was that a? Was that a? Hmm. Mm, nope. Uh. I don't know what Alabama's biggest loss 
in recent memory was. Okay, I don't remember the score of the LSU game last year. I don't remember how bad LSU beat them. But it'll be two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It'll be two touchdowns at least. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me twenty-four to seven. SEC championship wow. game score. Yeah, give me, give me, uh, Michael's boy, Michael's dude, Nicobe Dean, multiple interceptions in that game. Give me you your dude, Clint, multiple sacks in that game, Nolan Smith. Uh, yeah, 24-7, Georgia. Remember in third grade in which that that schoolmate that you had was like getting all cute and friendly with that girl that you thought was, was cute and you never talked to her and you felt like you wanted to punch him in the face? Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I have literally every time you say Michael's boy, N'Kobe Dean. Mm. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, No, you're not. Uh, no, I'm not. No, no you're not. Uh, look, it's Alabama, and here's here's my question: those losses to Alabama before were they normal circumstances that elicited losses before, or were they abnormal changes, screwballs that happened in game? They were screwballs. They were weird things. Kirby Smart is not going to let that happen again. We will lose, I think, to Alabama in the regular season. And I think you give Kirby enough wax at something, eventually whatever he is standing in front of will be beaten. He will choke the life out of the thing that he's standing in front of. And I think I wasn't going to go seven points. I was going to say 14 to 35. I think it's LSU game last year for Mm. us inverted. Mm. I think we're going to come out. They might catch a couple, but I think come in the fourth quarter, we're going to be up. They're going to be rushing to score points. Uh, Last question. Will we have a college football playoff this year? I mean, we all just predicted that Georgia would go to it and win it. We did. But but do you think it will actually happen? So if if there's a college football playoff, uh, yes, we're going to. We're going to clean house. But if I'm honest, I'm saying no. I don't think we're going to see postseason football. I know. God, grab your bucket. Uh, But here's why. I I just don't see anybody getting behind a college football playoff without Ohio State in the mix. No, here, let me, you know what the most, you know what those discouraging news this week for me was? The Big Ten trying to figure out how they can play was the most discouraging. Because you know who's going to ruin college football for us? All the Big Ten schools that are going to start coming in, trying to play, and then shutting things down, and doing alarmist mentality to every other school in the nation, and making it look bad. No, I disagree. Disagree with that. Uh, you, the alarmist mentality didn't didn't hurt us the first time. It won't hurt us the second or third time. I'm not worried about that. I actually agree with M Dubs here. I think the Big Ten trying to get their act together and play football, which let's never forget. Never. Hashtag never forget hmm. that James Coley was the offensive coordinator of Georgia, and that the Big Ten is a bunch of buffoons and idiots. That that. They canceled football, then turned around and was like, oh, is nobody else doing this? Oh, oh, okay. Well, I guess we want to come back now. We want to play football too. We've done some more research, and we think it's safe now. We, we're we pretty sure it's okay. I agree with them, Dubs. The Big Ten's coming back. They're trying to come back, and I want them to. I want them to play an eight-game regular season. I want them to crown a Big Ten champion. 
uh, and I want them in the college football playoff. I want them in. I, I'm not saying that college football wouldn't have a playoff without them because I think they would. I really do. But I don't want to be in a college football playoff without Ohio State. I don't want it. I don't want the asterisks. I don't want Florida fans running their mouth after they had another 8-2 and two season and think well, that they're somebody because they won the fake Orange Bowl that didn't happen. Uh, I'm sorry, Peach Bowl. It's Florida. Peach. They won the Peach Bowl there again. There you go. Uh, I don't want that. That's not what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in that kind of season. I want Ohio State to play some semblance of a regular season, be crowned the Big Ten champ, and make the college football playoff. I I'm 50-50. Honestly, it feels like at some so many things have gone wrong in 2020. Yep. Something has to go right. Y'all realize that so, we're going to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, and there's going to be a secret meeting that gets called right after that game. You guys realize that's going to happen, right? I I told you most bucket-worthy moment is that moment during the season when the NCAA meets to it's, discuss canceling it's, the season. It's going to happen. But doubly – Bucket worthy if that happens right after the SEC championship in which we won. Mark yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, hey, but guys, no matter what, we're playing Arkansas in eight days. All right, eight days. Let's yeah, we are. Get locked. Let's get locked in. Hey, Sam, right. we're coming for you. We love you, but sorry, not sorry. Uh, we, not that much. To, not, not that, that much, much. To be totally yes, honest sir. with you, uh, yes, you chopped off. You chopped off Kate Mays' dad with his finger with a chair, and so uh, retribution respect in order. for that. Respect for that, but we coming for you, okay? We coming for you. Thanks uh, for joining us on Locked On Bulldogs. We're going to be here five days a week during the season. We'll see you guys on Monday to do a more in-depth season preview of specifically Arkansas Week 1. We'll see you guys then. See ya. See ya.